Hey, ¿qué pasa, Calexico? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, like always, before we begin, um, I want to thank my sponsors, my anchor sponsors, uh, my homies Jake and Sergio. Thank you guys for sponsoring the podcast. Um, and if you guys want to become a sponsor, uh, make sure you check the link in the description of this uh, this episode. And um, yeah, any, any little thing helps, you know, um, me bring you quality episodes. So yeah, make sure to sign up for that. Um, and today we're here in um, Breadline Studios with the crew from Breadline Scene, Breadline Studios, and a couple of the members of Three Kings. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Um, I don't know if you guys want to, you know, do a little round and introduce yourselves. Um, do you want to start? Which side? We can start away. Oh, I'm Ivan. Just Gary. Ivan. <laughs> Diane. Luis. Everybody knows me as Rocky. Rocky. Um, but I, it was kind of quick, but can you guys tell me a little bit, you know, what you do and, and um, what, I mean, you're, are you, you're part of uh, Red Line Scene? Correct. Ivan? Yes. I help uh, Rocky out with the red light scene. Uh, definitely help set up, uh, help them manage the soundboard while they're uh, performing. Um, I'm also AKA Gordes, in case you guys hear it on the God. videos. That's me. <laughs> um, I'm Gary, I'm uh, the lead guitar player singer. Uh, speak One up. of the singers for the Three Kings. Speak up, Gary. Good, good. <laughs> and I'm. <laughs> So anyway, uh, so I'm part of the uh, the same red light scene and uh, I'm part of the bands and uh, help Rocky put everything together. Well, he was puts everything he puts everything together. That's his mastermind idea and it, it's coming out really good. So I'm just really happy to be part of it. Cool. Yes, it's my turn. Okay. Yeah. I'm Diane. Um, I'm Louise's girlfriend, and I mostly. Handle the merch, help them set up sometimes. Little things um, when it comes to advertisement, we go and set up posters throughout town and try to find the best locations for people to be able to see the, the shows that we're gonna be having and be able to go. That's it. Cool. And then we have the mastermind here of uh, mm. Redline Studios and C. Yeah, my name is uh, Luis. Uh, once again, everybody knows me as Rocky. Um, I started off first, uh, in an old house, uh, recording as many artists I could for free. I wasn't charging a penny, mm. uh, just to start gaining exposure. And then I purchased my home here about three years ago and I started building this room and everything. And, uh, it's, it's been pretty successful. And then I started with, uh. The red line scene two months ago, uh, throwing shows, promoting shows, and that's pretty much what I do. Okay, yeah, because um, <clears throat> when I heard about you guys was through Sweet Orange, mm -hmm. um, they mentioned you um, first because um, they came and record they're recording some of the music with you, mm -hmm. and then um, they mentioned the the red line scene, and and that, that's something that really caught my attention because um, that's kind of the same thing. You know, it's something similar to what I'm doing in terms of, you know, giving people a platform to, you know, showcase their talent and um, just, you know, making sure people know what, you know, the talent that's out there, right? Right. Um, so, um, can you tell us some of the bands that you guys have been working with? Um, I started off in my uh, uh, 
parents' house years back recording local artists like uh, Dulce. Uh, she's uh, she's one of my youngest uh, singers that started recording there. Uh, then, um, you know, some friends from work wanted to come and sing, like Juan Ochoa came in here to sing. Uh, you know, just people that just never had that luxury. And then my first band was a death metal band. I think they ended up breaking up. I completely forgot their name already. Yeah. Um, oh, um, I I know they broke up because I asked, hey, whatever happened to you guys? But they ended up, they were my first customers. Then Sweet Orange came walking through the door one day um, telling me that they tried recording elsewhere. It didn't work out, so they wanted to record here, and I took them in, and we started the process. They didn't have a drummer. So we work something out so we can get things done. Uh, and then after that, I, I, I'm going through, God, um, but Gary, Gary was, I think my second or third official customer. Um, he came with a bunch of songs by himself saying, Hey, you know, I wrote these on drums, guitar and everything. And so I helped him build a couple of songs with, uh, you know, meaty drums Mm-hmm. You know, and um, then uh, I know the malt has been in here. God, the list is so long and I'm blacking out. Yeah. Um, I want to say I've have a, I'm have already tipping my around number 70 or 80 songs total that we've recorded here. Oh, wow. Artist wise, man, uh, Stat Intervention was Stat another Intervention. Uh, customer of mine that came in. They did a few songs, an acoustic track. Um, and. Uh, uh, right off the top of my head, I think one of the last ones that I started working with was um, the malt. <laughs> the malt came in and, and, and they surprised me. And I uh, now we're supposed we're supposed to have a, a, halfway, Aval- ghost. a halfway ghost coming in here, Aveline Wallflower. Eventually, they've already stated they're gonna they're gonna be coming in. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm th- I'm doing things extremely different today than how it was about a year and a half ago. You do also it, like instrument artists too, like. The trumpet. That, that that's true. Okay, Not so just um, focus on bands. There's anyone that wants to. Social criminals from Mexicali, I think that's the name of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, they hired me to do uh, the trumpets for them uh, to record the trumpet artists here because I guess the engineer the crossing issues. I guess. Oh, okay. So they recorded in the studio over there, and then they hired me to do the trumpets. Uh, we have had a acoustic artist. Um, vocal covers. Vocal covers was Tony a. Turner. Tony Turner, if you guys look that guy up uh, on, on on Facebook, find him under Tony Turner, one of the most amazing vocalists out there. Oh, He's yeah. from Alabama. He flew all the way from over yeah. there oh, really? just wow. to record here. It's crazy. Um, uh, we had a dude from Redlands come in, a uh, Christian uh, acoustic artist. Amazing. The dude blew me away here. It was just huge. Uh, I loved working with that dude. I'm still, We're still waiting to finish that project because the drummer lives here and he's lagging it but so yeah it, it's a wide variety of everything has 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 been through here uh you know you got the dudes that come in seeing rancheras and all oh stuff. really it goes from left to right um, i guess that's his favorite music yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He, he says <laughs> oh, when i get buried i just want a he's, whole band around me and just he, he says his favorite artist is chalino <laughs> sanchez or something like that <laughs> he has, a, t- he has a, t- a tattoo in his chest yeah very fante <laughs> Um, how did you get into all like because i mean i see all these knobs and you know stuff here that i have no clue what you know i have my little mixer right here that 
So that's pretty much what you have right there is, is the same thing. It's it, it essentially the same thing. I got into this. Uh, I was a struggling musician in the Valley from 2001 to 2006. Um, I was in multiple bands here. I don't know if you remember Studio Z. Uh, it's La Resaca now. Studio Z used to go oh, in the back. Okay. We're going back um, many years. ACC Grounds, Brawley, the Skate Park in Calexico. A lot of shows there. Uh, I actually just asked his son yesterday if that place was still open. Apparently, it's closed now. <laughs> yeah. Um, which which one? The one that was in, in Imperial? Or was uh, way in the back to where you could see... Um, the skate park and you can see like Mexicali way down there like in a dip oh okay, okay. um so, yeah, oh the skate park uh-huh. yeah. yeah yeah they close that down that yeah so amazing. we that so uh I ended up moving to San Diego for for a little little amount of time and then I, I got in a band up there and I guess to me some dreams started coming true where where we were playing at Soma House of Blues big venues and so because of that because of that door opening um I ended up going in to those venues when they were empty. That really changes the perception of how things are working uh, as opposed to buying a ticket to go see. You get to see the stage empty. You see the dudes working. You see the dudes wiring. You see. And right off the bat, I was like, dude, like, I could totally fall in love with this work. And then um, I ended up uh, recording at Signature Sounds in San Diego. And, And I fell in love right off the bat so i started getting my feet wet there with learning a lot of stuff and then uh before i think i got my associate's degree my my grandmother bought me a macbook <laughs> which was crazy um she bought me my first macbook and then i downloaded or garage band came with it and so like i thought i was like the most amazing producer <laughs> it was really funny i was in my apartment thinking like like, you know, the fake drums that come in there, I'm over here like, dude, I'm going to be a producer someday. And and it was really funny because I was, like, doing, like, these three-track productions. And I thought, like, I was, like, okay, I've learned everything. Yeah. And, and then I, I started realizing how much I did not know as time went by. I was really into it, really into it, really into it. And then um, I moved down, went through a rough patch in life where things just went to a pause for for four or five years, I was extremely inactive. The only thing I was doing was learning how to record by myself, no band. That was it. Things got better in life. Um, you know, started investing. And once I felt I was like kind of getting ready, um, anybody who wants to come in and record for free, come on in. I, I need to expose myself yeah. here. And, and um, that's where it that's where it started you know and, and that's a you know really smart word to say investing because um it can be expensive yeah i mean it, 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 it i mean yes my mm-hmm. setup is like super budget mm-hmm. um but people see it and like oh you know looks like so fancy yeah it looks fancy but it's like super budget like it's the tip of the iceberg you can go like yeah. way 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 better like this mic i know this mic because uh, that's like one of my dream mics right <laughs> and, <laughs> and um and and yeah you gotta see it as an investment like especially if if you're you know if, if that's your plan like to make it like a you know like a job or or you know like an income you know it's uh 
it's you know really smart that you see it as an investment because I think I think at one point in time in my life I I spent too much time listening to the negativity uh, from people in my career or people uh, around me period where they were just looking at this kid around music uh, I think you know the feeling of being in podcast you you know people look at you like you grow up yeah. and and I guess for so long. Um, I actually started to believe that 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 thing, you know, and and I I think over the course of this past, um, not over the past five months, I just, what am I doing? Like, this does produce money. This does produce um, income. Uh, it, it connects you to people, and from one day to the next. I mean, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. She helps me organize a ton of stuff. Eventually, the muscle needed to be there. Um, we have more helpers. We started investing, investing, investing. And yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I've had messages on my phone like, dude, like, you know, you're wasting your time. You're wasting this. No one's going to do that. No one's going to. But I mean, Red Line scene got started on December 22nd. Uh, where, where what's today's date february 26th or something like that um right off the bat we've already we already have strike zone in the pocket for april we already have inferno we already have pentagonal we already have uh collexical brewing we got picked out for the chuck fest this friday you know we're 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 ricochet. we have ricochet. ricochet so like we went out and i just I made a list of things that i was gonna do and i went out and i did them and it sucks because a lot of people just see like oh you know he ain't doing nothing. Mm-hmm. But it requires so many fancy emails. It requires so many. Please let me take a moment of your time to sit here and give you a speech. Just trust me. I know what I, yeah. I think. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, 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 yeah, I just. And um, something that I learned was, um, you know, with the podcast, I've, I've been doing it for like a year and a half, a little bit over a year and a half now. In the beginning, like, I kind of like, I literally did that. Like, I, I reached out to a couple of people that are, were politicians and are like, but who are you? Like, you know, how politicians mm-hmm. are really uh, right. picky uh, over who's yeah. talking to them. Period. Because <laughs> normally, you know, people yeah. people like to hear um, gossip or oh, yeah. or you know, um, or ask them this because I heard mm-hmm. this and this. But yeah, you heard. But do you know if it's true or not? Right. Um, but and that's not that's not what I'm about, right? So when they started noticing that, you know, to me, it's more of the conversation, mm-hmm. uh, more of telling the story. And at the end of the day, like, especially when it comes to, like, politicians, like, if you want to believe what they told, told uh, said on the podcast, it's up to you. Right. But it's out there. Um, and whoever said, you know, whoever I interviewed said this and this. And if later on they don't, you know, come through or you find out it's uh, not true, like, you can, you can tell them, like, you know what? I heard you on this podcast. and But that, I, I'm not going to do that. But what I'm, what I'm trying to get is to that um, people started to see that... Um, you know what my goal was to put people out there to um you know showcase you know people that are doing some cool stuff here in the valley so now i I, you know um i have people that are waiting for me to you know to have them on the podcast um and at at the beginning i had kind of literally like beg people to be on hey come on the podcast like what's a podcast so i mean i guess like uh, it kind of shows that you know your work speaks for itself so you know, people are starting to see, like, you know, the quality that because, you, you know, I was I was uh, out there on Saturday and, you know, it sounded, you know, really good. You know, the the bands, you know, they I can tell that they really um, 
feel comfortable with you. Yeah. You know, they feel com- they know that you're gonna you know bring out you know really good equipment, make them sound good. So whoever's gonna see them that might have might be their first time listening to them, you're gonna be like, oh man, you know these these this band's really good. Um, so like yeah, I mean your your work speaking for itself and it, it's kind of showing you know with all these you know venues that are you guys are booking. So you know congratulations to you know for 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 that. Thank you. And I believe that's why you get a good show because all those bands and we all get get along. You know, we all come yeah. and record here. We'll bump into each other here when we're recording. You know, we all give ourselves ideas, and you know, it's it's all good. I mean, this this Saturday we're all playing in San Diego. All these bands, I mean, so we're all going to we're gonna have a blast, man, in San yeah. Diego with these with these with these young cats. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't wait. So yeah. it's it's a vibe. It's it's his vibe. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see them. I mean, we, we love it. You know, blah blah. And I think we've taken like the malt and the and sweet orange, huh? Uh, on yeah, this, we, on we we've pretty much yeah roller coaster with us, man. Mm-hmm. It, and it's, it's more than cool. that, huh? It's more than that, yeah. Because at the end of the day, he what he does is more. He mentors them. And he gives helps a, them. Oh, yeah. I believe that. No, not only that, but he gives a platform, not because he's trying to build his scene in the long run. Yes, he is, but he's actually doing it because he wants them to know who they are. He said at the last show, he's like, mm-hmm. "I'm here to give." help musicians because he knows what mm-hmm. it was to be a musician without help yeah and he's doing that out of the goodness of his heart mm-hmm. he doesn't have to do that he could be like no maybe picky like i don't want you on my you know show no no he said you send me something you, you know let me hear it i'll be happy to put you i think we just recently got the mirage mirage came and in and then we said, yeah we'll our list went from um the funny story how this is like when i first started this i legitimately had um a prude of a jerk hit me up out of nowhere to say, "Hey, I noticed that you all your shows have the same bands. You know, you're not doing much." Blah 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 blah. I was so offended, man. Like, you can even ask her. I was losing, and, and for things to get under my skin, I mean, like it, you gotta pry at it pretty hard. And and I'm like, you don't even know what I'm doing, you know. And and he's out there blasting. Like I ended up getting a call from like, a text from a coworker. Hey, who's this fool? What are you talking about? I look, and he's like laughing symbols. Mm. And this dude has a business of his own, and I, I he doesn't even know till this day that I actually got him a customer because they came here for for a wedding project. And and I was so offended by that comment. Like, oh, you're booking the same bands. And I'm like, dude, I did that for a reason. There's a str- there's strategy strategy behind that. Yeah. I picked the people who I felt perform good live. And I obviously the first three, four shows is probably always gonna be us. But we went from having a list of like four or five artists to seventeen. Some from out of town. We met this country dude that was like like, you know, it's amazing for the crowd for like pentagonal on a night where the farmers want to come out and enjoy that country music. And yeah. I'm like, dude, there's like some little soft punk bands here, you know, not punk, but like some softer rock bands. We can have that dude pulls and I'd be great. So it, it obviously everything takes time. And some yeah. people just don't see that. They see mm-hmm. they they want to they want to go and criticize right off the bat what it is we're doing when they don't see. Yes, a lot of the new flyers have the mall three kings and 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 everything but as you see it's barely the beginning right as you yeah. see them going we're already on our 
fifth or sixth or seventh event, you're already starting to see some of the bands drop and new ones coming in. Mm. And eventually, guess what? We will not be there. Like, for example, <laughs> this Friday. Friday yeah. We're not there. Why? Because now we got a spastic, which you guys should check out. They're an amazing punk band. I listen to them from time to time. A Halfway Ghost is on there. They write some pretty cool, catchy stuff. Reminds me of like things like Seosin and stuff like that. I listened to a lot when I was a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Aveline Wildflower is not on there, you know? Now, the Malt and Sweet Orange are still the people I rely on making these events big, you know? And eventually, they're going to drop. And they're gonna ha- we're going to have to go on and go on. I'm not, you know, like the Malt and Sweet Orange have asked me, well, does that mean you're no longer going to give us a show? No, it doesn't mean that. But everyone's going to get a chance. Like, yeah. obviously, I did this by strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought, hey... I know a few good bands. Let's put on a few shows. And other bands are going to be like, wow, I want to do that. And it worked because our our list went long. Um, I also started helping out some musicians. They're like, hey, man, if you know any metal musicians, um, let me know because I'm like a starving guitarist to be in a metal band. Just last night, it finally happened. And this dude just texted me earlier today and said, dude, you know, I'm I'm getting a hold of this guy. Finally, you know. Because another customer came to me last night, and they need a guitarist. I had told this dude three weeks ago, "Let it'll come up." Yeah, and it came up. Yeah. So everything I, I feel, everything has a plan to everything. It's mm-hmm. just in a town like this where you well know everybody well knows where music is not really supported all that much. Mm-hmm. It's pretty hard for people to see the big picture, but I have a very huge picture in the back of my head of what this is going to turn into over a year or two. Yeah. So um, can you tell us a little bit about because there's a uh, Red Line Scene and then Red Line Studios, which is kind of like this um, mingled, um, but there's... Um... Red Line Studios was a company that I started, and the name is a little more personal. A lot of people think like, oh, Red Line, you know, Red Line is like very a, typical, you know, but it was more personal. A lot of people ask me why I chose the word Red Line Studios. My father, uh, may he rest in peace, was a community mechanic who would literally do work for the community because um, he was a disabled person, so he ended up well, fixing cars every day at my house. Two, three cars a day, two cars a day, whatever. Um, he was known to be that mechanic that would damn near not even charge you because you needed help. Yeah. And uh, we had a lot of fun, you know, and he knows, <laughs> hauling ass on cars, souping up cars, and that red line. So what we mm. do to the cars. Um, so it was very personal. It was very personal. I, I didn't choose it because it sounded cool. Could have came up with a million other things, yeah. uh, being an artist myself. But Redline was more like more of a token towards my father. Uh, what I'm trying to do for musicians is the identical things he did for so many uh, people who didn't have money that couldn't even have their cars fixed by Pep Boys because they were getting eye gouged yeah. or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So as he did for cars, I do for musicians. So I started recording only, recording only, recording only. It got pretty solid over two and a half years. Like I said, I'm tipping almost my 80th project coming up already here in only two and a half years. Um, And one day, like, I started saying, you know what, dude? Like, I'm just not happy with the music scene. I'm not happy with the quality. I'm not happy with what people, it's so disorganized. You know, I work in a place where 600 people work. And when you talk to them, they buy tickets to go out of town for music. Yeah. And it's like, why? 
why don't, why don't you just go to a pentagonal show? Every time I go in there, it sounds bad. I leave. It's the same thing every time by every person. It's true. And and and, and yeah. it's just like it sucks because it's like, dude, that hurts. That hurts to hear that because that means that person is going to tell everybody and that person is going to tell everybody. No one's ever going to want to go see a local act that could possibly put up a good show. Yeah. So one day I said, I'm, I'm going in quality. I need quality. Some people look at me like, oh, dude, why are you spending a thousand dollars on on five mics around your drum set because it will deliver quality that people need to hear and feel comfortable with and be like, damn, you know, yeah. I was addicted to that at the House of Blues hearing sound testing. Mm. And I'm like, I want to recreate this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In some random bar. Yeah. And that's kind of where I looked and I said, well, the name Redline's already pretty well established. Let's call it the Redline Music Scene. Mm. And eventually we're going to have a lot of people coming out of the gopher holes i need a place to record walk this way we're gonna help you you know that's and and and, um i called up my friend i have a friend from san antonio texas emmanuel he runs a a graphic like little graphic business they've been doing my work forever um do something for redline and i want it like this like this like this and boom there comes every flyer is going to be my thing where every flyer you're going to see four of those R's and every flyer is going to be like our stamp. We want to do something that people will know out there doing it. Yeah. We don't just want to do something. Yeah. We want to do, you know, everybody knows what the Chevy logo looks like. Mm -hmm. That's what we're trying to, that's what 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 I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. You know, the color red, is also psychologically something that catches pe- people's attention. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's why you when you go to stores, uh, you have a lot of reds because they they may, they abre el apetito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, here we are. Um, I, you know, she's the organized one. So uh, mm-hmm. she'll she'll put those things, those little um, touches that you would think are not necessary. But they make a world of a difference. Mm. She comes up with laminating stuff. She comes up with the nice handwriting. She comes up with setting up merch booths. Those chalkboards? The chalkboards. Things that (laughs) legitimately make people go, hmm, there's work being put here. You know what I'm saying? First impression. It makes, yes, yes, there you go. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, it helps out. It, so it helps out. You uh, said you have a, a job, um, like your, I guess like your nine to five. How, how much time do you spend after work on, you know, in here? The, well, I'm, I'm actually, um, I'm out at the moment right now oh, as okay. we speak. Uh, I'm not due to return until after I go through a surgery. Oh, okay. But due to the time that I've been out, instead of wasting my time, that's where I went full gear, one hundred percent with everything. Here. Yeah, yeah, because I spend a lot of time in, you know, on my computer, like, and just like little things, like you know, like you're saying, like you know, doing little small promos for Instagram and Facebook, and you know, following people that I might think that you know benefit. You. Yeah, and yeah, networking is a, is a, and I, you know, I get, I get when you're saying like, yeah, I'm gonna get this band, and then. This, you know, I know this band's going to listen to this band and then they're going to want to, you know, come on the scene. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, there's a lot of things that you're doing that I'm, you know, that I've been, you know, doing myself, like kind of like networking and stuff like they that. They work. Yeah. Yep. I did not believe in these things mm-hmm. a year ago. 
I didn't. I thought that these kind of things are achieved by, I guess you would call them the cool people or the networked people, the social people. Uh, that's all. It's all. It's all bullshit. Mm. It, it, yeah. it legitimately helps anybody who just tries. Yeah. Uh, it was so cool that you know. Uh-huh. I'm so glad I went through. I'm so glad I went through what I went through. Um, they're gonna perform a surgery at the end of March on my shoulder, but I'm so happy. I'm so blessed. I'm so happy it happened to me because I actually got to listen to owners and their businesses, and I'm like, wait a minute. This doesn't seem that hard. Mm. If this dude can do it. So I started adapting. I started doing the promos. I started doing stuff like that. And they, it, they work. I was like, holy crap. It works when you try. But because music, art, you know, poetry, anything that comes from an artist background, it's that scary field that everyone is so scared to give it their all that nobody can ever really talk about a good outcome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's called insecurity. And I think that's why everyone will badmouth it real quick because we don't really have friends who made it. We also don't have very many friends who do a lot of the work. So, you know, we're giving it our all, mm-hmm. like our all. So, um, and it too, it's funny because we've achieved so darn much in only 60 days. And it's the, we're barely starting. Yeah. And and you know I've been because of the podcast I've been you know meeting a lot of um like artists people that you know do art or um, you know poetry and stuff like that and and yeah it's it's kind of it kind of sucks the way that you know you know the community doesn't support you know local art um, yeah they do it you know because there's a couple of people that I've met that kind of like made it I don't know if you know Ernesto Yerena no I don't um, and. Um. Uh, what's the other guy? Who is that? He's um. He's an artist that does a lot of graphic design. He like spray paints. Um, I uh, forgot what they're called. Yeah, it's like um, like he does like patterns, and then like he'll spray over the spray paint over there. Was that the patterns. dude that did the 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 Statue of Liberty thing at the Warwalk? No, not okay. somebody else. No, somebody. But he does a lot of political things that are yeah, for yeah. the community, for Chicano movement. For uh, yes, yeah. uh-huh. he's he's really into um, you know um, uh, yeah, like uh, what do you call it? It's a word I'm thinking uh, of. More like minority rights, I guess. You could say. Yeah, but um, like like the movement, like civil rights movement and stuff uh-huh. like that. He, he actually made a a, a poster for. You know how um, LA teachers went on strike, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so he made like the big poster for them. Uh, well, he actually, you know, um, Shepard uh, Ferry, I do not. The guy that, that did the you. Obey, and then oh, he yeah, did yeah, the Obama. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. He was his yeah, mentor. Yeah. Oh wow. Um. So so yeah, like you know, there's a couple of people that I made it like him, and then Fer- Fernando Reza. I don't know if you know Fernando Reza. He's also from from El Centro. Um. He does work for like Marvel and uh, oh, wow, and wow. yeah. So um. You know, people like kind of like do. Once they make it, you know, people from the valley like, oh yeah, you know, I know this guy. But yeah, all, we, all of a sudden, <clears throat> yeah, all of a sudden. But yeah, <laughs> like when it comes to like supporting people that have a lot of talent, you know, that are grinding, currently trying to struggle. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're grinding. The struggle, and, you know. They don't really help out, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's kind of hard because you know here in the valley as it is, you know, people are some a lot of people struggle to make ends meet, right? So like if you go to an art walk and they're selling a poster for twenty five bucks. 
you're like, should I spend 25 bucks on a poster or maybe take the family out to eat? Yeah. So, you know, we got to find that That's happy true. medium to, to, you know, see where we can, how we can support them. And, you know, I don't buy a lot of art, but this is my way to support them. Um, there's people like, like if you're on Instagram and you know these artists, these local artists, like I try to share like local artists that are, you know, trying to make it, you know, I'll try to uh, share their stuff on Instagram or, you know, if, if you want to support and you can't really do it, mon- uh, you know, with money, you know, that's a good way to There's do it. always ways. Yeah. There's always There's I, a good I've way come to-, to find that out over the course of the past two months where I've been in super high gear that and i and i know it sounds dumb because i've been saying it i think since our very first show i always tell people pull out your phones and click the like button because <laughs> you like I, I that was like my thing i wouldn't stop saying it um you would be surprised and i don't think a lot of people get that here mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how much it helps yeah to just click mm-hmm. that button because those likes are what got Sweet Orange, the gig in the Whiskey A Go-Go. They got us into the Whiskey A Go-Go. And because I came from like 2010, 2011, I was actively playing in places like Soma and the House of Blues. Social media in this day and age, whether we like it or not, it runs everything. And so if if a bar, if House of Blues gets an email from Three Kings, well, let me see how many followers they have. Yeah, and they only the have they. That's the first thing, and yeah. a lot of people from this town don't, don't understand. Like, yeah. Dude, we're not asking you to be at all of our shows, but that support of just liking us. Because trust me, I've been in the room, in the office room with House of Blues, and how they do that. And I see the ladies working, and I'm like, hey, we got this man right here. Well, check check their followers, make sure that they exceed over two point five k. And I'm like, wow, that's yeah. how that works, yeah. and that sucks because like. There's so many amazing bands out there that perform so darn good. They have so much talent. But you got people in, in this town that just go, fine, support it. And you know what yeah. they're doing. You know what they you know, They're legitimately knowing that it's not going to help and them. So they know, won't. You know where, so, where I found out the power of social media? When we, played the, when we played in Hollywood for the first time. And I remember being in the hotel room after we played. And I, and I had all the pictures. And I was putting up the pictures. And I was hashtagging. I was hashtagging a, a Hollywood or the whiskey go go hashtag whiskey go go or or West Hollywood and just put those down by the morning time, our our, our Instagram shot up like crazy. We started getting messages. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and offering I, more shows in town, and they thought we were from there. They th- yeah, they thought we were from and Hollywood. We're, like, we're not from here, man. Like yeah, even the first day we got there, right? They were like, so "Where you guys from? Uh, we're from Imperial Valley." Where's that at? Oh, they're like, oh, Imperial Beach, San Diego. Yeah, I love that place. Yeah. No, 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 no. And we always get confused with that. We're like, no, no, no. We're we're like, but they gave us a shot. They gave us a shot. Yeah. And we had a very we had a very good time. We we had, we got to open up for Sponge, and it was really cool because um I remember listening to Sponge, whether 90s. everyone likes it or not, we all listen to Sponge. Yeah. Uh, one time or another, we heard that one song, and and we're walking up the stairs and. Holy crap, you're the singer of Sponge. Yeah, what's up, guys? How's it going? I'm like, hey, all right. So this is how it works. All right, cool. Um, Can we take a picture? And then you start seeing that these dudes are really down to earth. Yeah. And they, they, they have their insecurities, too. And they're human yes. beings. And oh, they yeah, treat man. you so nice. And, and they're like, oh, you know, hey, man, you know, check this out. Check this out. And, and they're showing you their merch and yeah and i, I the think the basis was like in charge oh, the, of the merch for a little yeah. bit and he was like talking to us he was like, talking to me like if we have known each other forever and i thought that's so cool 
And, and what got us there? You have to fulfill a certain amount of, of likes to yeah. be there. And then um, every other show that's came our way. We're about to perform at the Brick by Brick. Saturday. Saturday. See? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> we're about to perform at the Brick by Brick on Saturday. And um, uh, that's, well, you know, the guys from As I Lay Dying own that place. So right. I've performed there one time. My last That was actually my last performance before I went in on a personal hiatus, 2014. And I got to hang out with the guitarist of As I Lay Dying. I was, I'm a huge metal fan. So I was like, oh, my yeah. God, you know. So we're going to go do that again. Yeah. And, I, I, I mean, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that, that you know, how how far alive hey guys sorry for the interruption but it's time to pay some bills so here's a word from one of our sponsors all right so now back to our regularly scheduled podcast like or a subscribe yeah, can go as far um, i mean and it doesn't cost anybody anything and that's the sad part too mm-hmm. is that you actually have people here that legitimately know the impact it'll have on them but yeah they choose not to support yeah. i see that a lot yeah. a lot it damages so many great poets uh it acoustic artists all kinds of musicians is like why you yeah. know we should help each other but sometimes i i, I kind of feel that you know here in the valley people aren't um really into like for instance on youtube um you know they'll go to youtube and you know they'll see what's on trending or mm-hmm. right but they really don't subscribe to to people's channels or i mean twitter here isn't as big as in other places yeah um instagram's I think a lot of people here use Facebook and Instagram, but it's more Facebook's more for you know. I want to sell my shit. I want to mm-hmm. see what's on the Pearl neighborhood for old watch. People, old people. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what. You know, my, write a song is? about that. Facebook's <laughs> like a new MySpace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. yeah. Facebook's like the new MySpace. Gotta clarify. Uh, I've never had a MySpace, but. Yeah, Instagram's what's actually how Instagram's works. Yeah, um, and I feel that uh, sometimes I mean you, 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 you yeah, there's a people the people that are using social media here um, and don't like your stuff. It's because they're they really don't want to like it. Mm-hmm. But then there's the people that use social media but really don't use it for I don't know to promote stuff like or to follow local artists or whatnot. Um, yeah, I, I feel, especially because of podcasting. Podcasting has a lot of people tell tell me like, "Oh, it's something new." I'm like, "Dude, like I've been listening to podcasts Fair for enough. years now, and you think it's something new?" Um, so yeah, people are like we're a little bit behind when it comes to like that I kind of it. stuff. Oh, it's, I, I, I could, I, could I, I guess, I could understand that. Yeah, I mean, it t- I, because. Well, I mean, it's not all for me, man. So you should know too. <laughs> but I, I get, I get it. Uh-huh. But I mean, no, you legitimately. Thank you very much. You legitimately do have people. Yeah, that, yeah. That you ask, hey man, do me a favor. Can you, mm-hmm. can you please, um, like you know, you copy the link, you send it to their messenger. Mm-hmm. Can you please share this on your page? Mm-hmm. And then they don't, and I'm like, you know, it, it damages yeah. more. It does more damage than it mm-hmm. does good. You know. Um, for the people that do and for the people that show up to our events, we know who you are. You know, we know mm-hmm. who's supporting. We're paying attention to a lot more detail than people think. Um, that's one of the reasons why I started the red line scene. I wanted to be extremely organized, paid marketing. I want to turn this into a legit business that people can call me over the phone and say, hey, man, you know, uh, we need sound and we need this kind of genre. Bring it my way. Cool. Got you. You know, that's 
eventually the goal. You know? Um, and is it only music or? Um, it, right now as we're starting, uh, I would say it's bands only. But eventually it'll branch out. Um, I just got offered a job uh, to teach recording, um, uh, intro to recording for the arts. House of Cultural Arts. Oh, okay. And uh, they offered me a job and said, oh, you know, you could teach intro to recording engineering. So I took it. I I thought it was a volunteer job. I thought. I thought, you know, now they're coming at me with, oh, you need to get fingerprinted. And I'm like, wait, what what, what am I doing? (laughs) And no, you're getting paid, like, by people to take your classes. And I was like, oh, oh, it's one of those. So, Okay. Then, you know, she took me to, you know, I, I got to see the inside and she gave me a tour of, of um, Kimberly's, her name. I'm pretty sure you know who she is. A Kimberly Alfaro? No. She runs a house of cultural arts in El That's the old... Um, Post office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She runs... Oh, she's, in my book, the number one artist when it comes to painting oh, really? in the world here. You know, I, everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see better work. Mm-hmm. Um, so she took me to another place behind, um, I think... Uh, walmart over there she had she got another office and then she started telling me oh you know just you know that's where odds and ends moved their second location and i was like oh this is where you guys came and she says oh the well, warehouse or something like uh-huh that. Yeah, yeah. but it's pretty nice and she goes well here's this place if you ever want to throw um any events you're eventually going to have the key to this place you come and throw your events here and um you can have open mics so then she kind of like planted that seed where I was like, mm-hmm. well, you know, you know, she's a poet herself, not an active one at that, but mm-hmm. that's what her, her thing is. Poetry nights. Yeah. Provided by the red line music scene. No, and the uh, things that I've done, um, you know? stand up here and there. And a lot of times the, the, the audio sucks and a lot of people can't really hear yeah. your jokes clearly. Mm-hmm. so like it, it kind of like sucks so like you know that's why that's why i asked because i know that you know um well Citar from the Jose? Uh-huh. um he does stand up too mm-hmm. so he's always like struggling to to bring like he has a little speaker and, it, and oh no we're, we're 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 eventually gonna branch to we're, we're sound mm-hmm. red line yeah. music scene is us with subwoofers towers uh speakers mixers uh everything professional mics god we have over Twenty five, three thousand dollars worth of microphones alone um, that I've been gathering for years, and mm-hmm. he threw in a couple. She purchased me a couple. Uh, we just, you know, I got tired of hearing, "God, every time I go there, everything sucks." I need to change that mentality. Yeah. I want people to come and and, and do their stand up comedies if we need if they need yeah. us for that. Uh, to uh, when the delivery yeah. the way they process everything i mm-hmm. want it to be i do that shit sounded good sounded yeah. really damn good yeah because i mean especially when it's like stand up it needs to be like the voice needs crisp. to be like, yeah right oh Very yeah for crisp. sure and again it's quality of the equipment and that's why some people don't understand that part of it you know i mean i mean we thank god we, we can afford or we can get the equipment that we play with yes you know the amps the guitars the everything we have we're very blessed you know i mean uh, and 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 it shows when we're out there playing it shows the equipment sounds great the the guys that play with us they know it's that equipment yeah. is good and they're gonna sound good and that's why they put 110 percent all the time yeah. and it's it's more like a how do you call it um 
just knowing that everything's going to be good. You know, because when we go play other places, you know, when we play San Diego and whatever and what have you, everything's different all the time. The sound system's always different. Um, you know, like when we play Hillcrest, you know, the sound system is, was always, you know, going yeah. in and out. You know, uh, the sound guy can be really good. The house, when we played the, the Hard Rock Hotel, the guy was really good with us. Yes. The, the sound, that guy, you know, hey, man, bring up my monitor up. And also, you got to be professional, too. You know, you as an artist or, or whatever you want to call yourself, you're up there. Be bold. Hey, excuse yeah. me. Put up my monitor, please. Okay. Yeah. And when you do that stuff, then they kind of respect you a little bit more. They're like, oh, I guess this guy really knows what he's. Yeah, mm. you got to do that. Don't be timid. And and I've been learning that mm. and stuff, especially with Rocky here. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, we go up there and and we we present ourselves as professionals. Being from yeah. a, being from here from Imperial Valley, yeah. you know, we're out there showing ourselves as professionals. We go there and we present ourselves. Okay, we're not just over there all shy and, you know, they say, okay. And then when we play, we give it all we have. Mm. We, we, we give it to them. Yeah. And, and I, stuff. I, just like a little bit I was here before we recorded, um, your story is kind of funny because, you know, you just retired. Yeah. And, you know, you got, you found this opportunity of, of recording with them and playing with them. And I, I can see like you're super excited to be part of, you know. Oh, dude, I, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> I, this is this is my life, right, bro? Yeah, that's pretty much what yours is right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, this is this is this is it. I mean, uh, I met him. Uh, I met Rocky like like he said. Uh, I had a bunch of songs. There were like ten songs. And I, I told this. I first dude, met him selling cars. But yeah, oh yeah, okay, yeah. He sold <laughs> when he was working at a dealership. He sold me my truck and one of my cars. Oh really? So I met him then. So we're in his office and we're talking about music. We're talking about music, so you know, like where we're like, yeah, blah 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 blah. And next, thing you know, he sold me the cars, and then I didn't see him for like four years, probably four or five years. Then he he saw me on Facebook, right? And he told me he was starting this recording thing. I told him, dude, I got ten songs. Hey, how about recording my songs? Okay, cool, man. So we came here, we started recording songs, and then we would like a month or so in between, we'd leave off, and then we'd come back together again. Ta 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 ta. And then it was a period of time that he says, you know what, dude? What do you think about putting a band together? Because this is what he's told me. That I remember. He's like, I think your songs would really hit really good at the clubs, at the things, and people would really like your songs. What do you think putting a band together? And I was like, Are you serious? Well, at first, I was no. Yeah. At first, I was no because I'm a metalhead. By yeah. by heart, I'm a very big uh, like I'm a guitarist first of all, um, singer, and, bass player, songwriter, and. and um, at first, he had told me, oh, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, you, you do that whole, yeah, you're all thinking about it, you know, like, we'll see what that man is. And then um, I went out on my own, like, I guess, you know, okay, I got to get back into the game. And um, I was traveling to San Diego once or twice a week just to band practice with my metal projects. And it didn't work out. Uh, wasn't going anywhere. And this dude comes up and. And it was really funny because I'm never going to forget the day he was standing right there when he freaking, I'm, I'm about to leave the room. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, you know, he tells me, oh, you know, start a band. I said, oh, you know, fuck it. Let's do it. You know, I just tried out for another band and went to crap. All right, whatever. And so as I stood up, I'm about to walk out of the room. He stands in front of me. He's like, dude. I got an idea, and he does. He does the most like retarded, like movie <laughs> skit, like impression. He goes, "We could be called the Three Kings," and I looked at him and I said, "You're retarded. I would never be in a band called Three Kings. Fuck, that is stupid." 
Right? I would never know. Walked out. Now you have the shirts piling up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we got so, them on the posters. and then that's They're everywhere. everywhere and I'm just like, I, I remember thinking that is re- the most ridiculous name right. he could have came up with. And then as the days rolled by, it, it, it grew on me. It grew on me. It's really cocky, bro. Especially if you're only really three musicians. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be a part of that. That that's really like you're 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 prick waving, bro. Like when, <laughs> when you're putting a name like that over yourself, and and then one day I was like, man, fuck with people, whatever. Yeah. It is catchy. I I hired a dude, a local artist, Joseph Bean, as his name. He's a amazing, um, he's a good sketch artist. I think he still works at Driscoll's doing like the shirts and stuff like that, and um. He's the one who was like still in his picture of how things were supposed to be. And he's like, dude, it'd be like a skull with like like a smoke with three, like a crown. It was and vision, man. He dude, was but the way I had this like super planned already, man. He had years. it in his he had it all in his head, and I'm over here like, God, this is so dumb. There's no way this is gonna hit. There's no way anyone's gonna want that crap. Okay, whatever. Well, here it is. I mean, so there it is. That's what he's like. He's over there talking about and and so I called this kid up and and we offered him what a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars to draw this dude's idea. Kid was like, "What? Are you serious?" And I was like, "Yes." <coughs> he comes up with this sketch. We sent that to San Antonio, Texas. It got turned into a legit digital version of it, and yeah. there we there are. It is. Cool. It all happened yeah. on accident. <laughs> That's crazy. But man. I remember this dude telling me, we're going to start this. It's got to be 110% yeah, was, all the time. I was, because I'm not going to do it. Okay, okay, dude. Okay. And here I'll, we are. In April will be a year already. And the album's coming out in a couple of, hopefully in a couple of months. Blah, blah. We, we did so much for the amount of time we've been together. Yeah. We I actually mean, got, we got shot into the whiskey. We got shot into uh, the tin roof. We got what? Where else have we played? The uh, Salty Frog, the Salty Frog, the Merrill, Hard Rock, Hard Rock, Rock Hotel. Hotel. All of that happened in less of three hundred sixty-five days. I mean, oh, that's somewhat impressive. I guess we're doing something yeah. right somewhere. Yeah, so, sure. I mean, to me, it's good old-fashioned rock and roll music that makes everyone like. Yeah, because I'm not a, I'm not a like a metalhead at all. That's like not, not one of my top genres, but. Um, you guys were playing on Saturday because I was at the brewery on Saturday. I was like, I mean, you guys sound really good, really crisp. Um, even my, I was with, with 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 a friend. He's like, man, these guys, you know, they can rock it really good. And it's because it's not um, like over the top. It's like you know, you know, right? It's people really can, people can, can, is people friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's bar friendly, mm-hmm. and it, and it's it, rock and roll, it, man. It took it's me a while to be able to swallow that because. I'm so into something else that nobody even knows. I'm well, see, well, there you go. Crazy. See, because his drumming style is really heavy. And then my guitar playing is really classic rock, really kind of edge to the metal kind of type that I like. And then our bass player, Gilbert, you know, he's like broken Espanol, but a lot of classic rock, the he's Beatles. An, he's an and, indie and, rock kind of. A yeah, an indie rock. Exactly. Yeah. So you mix us all together and this is. Sounds we, like. The Winery Dogs. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't love know if you winery know who dogs. those guys are. Yeah. Yeah. And, the uh, Winery Dogs is, consi- is consists of Billy Sheehan, the touring bassist for Steve Vai, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Portnoy, the drummer of Dream Theater, and Ri- uh, Richie is the original guitarist of Poison. 
Yeah. Oh, they formed a super group. And, well, and, you can and, only and, imagine it's rock and roll gone metal. Yeah. And the only reason, I mean, I've always grew up with bands that only had three guys, like Cream, uh, Rush, you know, the uh, Jimi Hendrix experience. There was only three dudes. And for me, it's so great because there's only three of us. And when there's decisions to be made, they're pretty made pretty quick. It's either yes or no, or we don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like we have five dudes and we got to like, hey, man, what's up? Or especially when it comes to the music and they, what do you think? Should we change this around? Or how's the arrangement? It's time. We blah, 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 blah. We work well. Yeah. And we, we work, work well. well together. I mean, I pretty yeah. sure. Look at that's kind of why I wanted him involved in the red line scene, because if we're able to work that well musically and we have that love for it, I think we could work well with this, too, you know? Yeah. Uh, it takes a specific kind of person to be involved mm-hmm. in a band or as a musician. Yeah, and then the things like, um, not too bash on you, but you can bring in a different kind of crowd, you know? Like, Smart. you know, you have a, Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I think all three of us, we, we, we... And then these other bands that play with us, I love the, these kids, dude, because they, they, it becomes this... this this unspoken people that, that, I mean, we're just musicians and they see us write music and it's, I think inspires them and inspires me that they're writing their own music, you know, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is about being original, mm-hmm. you know, this is not about, you know, we do cover a couple of tunes, but it's about trying to write the right song, you know, to be cre- really creative, you know, and, <laughs> and, 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 and to really like, when I like, like when I bring music to, to, to Luis and to, and to Gilbert, you know, I, I, I I, I write the music and now what I do, I write the music, I record it and I send it to them and they listen to it and they're like, oh, you know, so when we get together, we can change it around because yeah. it's not set because yeah. this music, it's like a rough draft. yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just a, a draft and we can always change it. And that's what's beautiful about creating music. We change it, we move it, 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 it we can mold. just shift it, mold it around and shift it around, you know, and he's just got a lot of great ideas, man, you know, and Gilbert and stuff, but you put us all together and then what you hear live that's that's us yeah i mean the, at the purest sense mm. you know and i think people sometimes you know uh, uh you know i mean i've been get, i've been out for gigs sometimes you know hey you want to play on a, in a top 40 band and for some reason playing in a top 40 band doesn't really jive with me playing somebody else's music yeah. you know yeah. i'd rather crash and burn with my own music than playing hendrix because we can go play we can go play jimmy hendrix we can play like led zeppelin We'll get judged more playing Led Zeppelin because we didn't play the solo right or we didn't sing the the, the chorus right yeah. or whatever than our songs. I mean, people can hear our music and they'll go up and they'll say, hey, man, who wrote that? Mm-hmm. Or, or was it that? Whatever. And we're like, no, that's our song. Yeah. And they're like, oh, right. You guys wrote that? Yeah. And that's the gratification that I freaking dig, man. That that's it mm. and that makes all in the you know it makes everything pretty worse yeah for me it does man it's like and like, then I, I i mean from you know from hearing you guys and then hearing sweet orange and then hearing um the mall and then there's the other band um Wildflowers. 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 yeah you know it's a, you know the, they each have a style and then mm-hmm. i mean just like the creativity that you know you might get something from them that yes. you can incorporate into your and vice versa so i mean it's it's crazy how you know they're kind of similar but different at the same time and yet you know you guys are mingling, mingling uh, between each other playing together and it, and it's it, that's one of the things that i noticed on at the at the brewery was that you know there was a kind of like a genre for everybody that was there you know everybody you know um when you guys were on like everybody was like oh man these guys you know we don't know them, but you know they, they rock you know they're, they're good 
because uh, um, pseudo ranchers from Calexico, so, so they you know they bring in a crowd. So you know the people yeah, that were there to right. see them, you know, were like, oh, I mean, these guys, you know, they, they you know, they're, they're really good. That's what I was, I was hearing when I was you know w- walking around, and then they come on, and you know they you know they they bring their their little groupies or whatever, you know. <laughs> it's funny because you know I, I know um, Quentin. Uh-huh. I've known him since he was like freaking five or six years old. So like I see him and he's like, hey, what's up, man? And and it's it's you know, whenever I'm in my backyard and they're practicing, I hear them because they live like a couple blocks from my house. Mm. So it's like it's kind of fun like to see them and then to see them progress like to where they're not they're at now. And and I, I I'm 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 positive I'm sure that a lot of the the, re, the one of the biggest reasons where they're at where they're at is because of you guys. You know they you guys have you know helped them help them record and you know brought them under your wing and you know kind of like show them because I mean you have the experience and these guys are like super young. So, you know, having somebody yeah. that, that leads them, you know, the way it's, it's really, really important. And, you know, uh, uh, cause when, when I interview them, they're like, Oh yeah, you know, this guy's super cool. And, you know, they were talking a lot of good stuff from, you know, all of you guys. From the guys are fucking <laughs> no, 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 you know, for, for real, they were like really talking a lot of good, good stuff about you. And, and, you know, that's one of the things that when I was like, I've been watching your Instagram and, and following you guys. And that's one of the biggest things that, you know, attracted me to, you know, be here because, you know, I see a lot of what I do and you guys, you know, you guys are, you know, um, helping out, you know, those people that really don't have the means to, to, mm-hmm. to get out there. And, and cause I mean, it's, it's, it's expensive to like, like for me, like all this stuff is like, yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It racks up. We know it. Real, it racks up real <laughs> quick, dude. So yeah, we know that. Um, I mean, but again, like I said, you, we're, we, we buy these. I mean, look at all these guitars and stuff. I mean, I mean, when we come and record here, it's it's like very important for us, you know. To yeah. I mean, we bring like three guitars to record one song, you know, and and that's how you know it, it, the quality of the of the instruments and, yeah. and and the money that we spend. Sometimes we don't even really. Sometimes we don't even. We spend the money, but then we go, oh, my God, man, did I buy all this stuff? Did I, remember, did I buy a $300 mic the I remember the, the first time I thought that I was going to run the red line scene. I, I didn't really have much money to even talk about it. And, like, I had my musician's friend credit card. <laughs> oh, man. And I was just all like, man, I'm going to buy some subs. Fucking dumbest thing you could do. Like, just buy some subs. This dude was like, what did you do? And I'm like, this is where it starts. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then the next thing you know, we we, we invested in towers. Uh, oh, yeah. And then the next thing you know, because we don't want rink-a-dink equipment. No, That's what right. drives people away. <clears throat> and people don't understand that. Loud and clear. Mm-hmm. They're set in their ways, whatever the case may be. We we went into quality. Yeah. That's and, what I wanted to touch on about how he's talking about professionalism. Like, I don't know. they You can't see on the camera, but... The whole time we've been talking, you're constantly adjusting things. Mm. And that's what people don't realize when you're at a show. I don't know if you saw. And that's what helps with. She's amazing. Helps out. And he helps out, too. We all see. We're out here in the crowd. And we're not there just because, like, oh, we want to, like, just enjoy the show. He's not enjoying the show. Everyone's actually working. Yeah, she's working. Gary's voice needs to go up. Yeah. 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 I don't know if you heard him, but he said. (laughs) But we're listening. And you'll see us constantly run. We're not just going to be like, oh, here it is. It is what it is. No, no, which no. is what you have a lot of. Like, he's right. You have a lot of that. You have people putting up these things thinking, oh, yep, that's it. Go ahead. Good job, bro. Just you that. legitimately are costing us people mm-hmm. coming in. Mm-hmm. 
and they have jobs. We all have jobs at Redline Senior. Mm-hmm. We say, hey, on this band, I know that this dude plays this solo here. I need you to tell me if it's. I need to crank it up. I need to bring it down. I know the drummer's gonna come in with a, with a. Well, you can you can explain because he's the one who sees a little see more that. of that than I do. I think I just do it more. Uh, I mean, explain what it is that you see that we're doing there. Well, you just basically adjust to what you're listening to. And I would. She knows for a fact that whole show. I will be looking at her like, hey, like what is it up mouth. You know, vocal one or two who's singing, yeah. you know, what's going on. And she'll let me know. She'll be there like, okay, up, stop, good to go. You're like How much to adjust. Finger signs you know, and everything. Drums can't hear. Which the bass, know? something. She'll let me know, like, hey, this is what's going on. And you know, think like, oh, she's out in the crowd just listening. Like, no, yeah. no, no. She is listening. But that's all she's doing is listening. Like, like, listening. We legitimately have three or four people in the crowd. And, like, you know, he's he's getting he's going to get paid at the end of the night for this. I'm fucking taking advantage of everybody, mm. you know. Yep, Jack in the box all day. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you can get every trust number me, you want. Trust now, me, he, he he can't eat a hundred dollars worth of Jack in the box. No, bacon's extra, right? No, so like it literally be like when they're performing. Bacon's like I also I also like to get Wait, creative. I'm, I'm very creative. Oh my god, these guys. Uh, I, I like to be creative with the mixer as I am in a studio. Um, so, like, for example, Sweet Orange. Prime example. I have most of their songs that they've recorded me memorized because I've had to listen to them 75 times here mixing them. Yeah. So, when that comes to play, when they're playing, I'll have my fingers preset a certain way. So, when I know the lead's going to come up, I put, put them up for that little minute and I bring them down. And then when I know there's going to be a part where they go, to pat and pat in a break i bring up that snare so that it blasts people more yeah. you know so we get kind of very creative with it and then we have like finger things like so like this is the bassist so i tell him hey dude and he's like up 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 down 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 mm. or whatever or hey dude two or vocal mm. like we're legitimately throwing like signs at that yeah <laughs> like and people walking by watch how the gangster <laughs> no 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 no, no. Like, sorry, yeah, yeah. Right. what's 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 happening what's happening is like we're we're legitimately like, hey, Damn, dude, what song this... is that though? You kept throwing that. <laughs> <laughs> this means thank you. Oh, okay, sorry. That means something else. <laughs> so like, it'd be like, this is guitar, this is bass, because you know, usually basses are using their fingers, or or you know, drums, or or or, or like you know, we're like vocal one or vocal two or vocal three, and then he'll be like, hey, dude, vocal two up. So we're legitimately not just sitting there. You know, oh, we threw this show. Yeah. Look at us. No, we're like freaking out mm. the whole oh, time. Yeah. It's not fun. Now, if we know, now if we know the next yes. band is pretty like straightforward, then we adjust them a certain way and then we kind of leave them alone. Yeah. But if we know this band has certain things that I feel the crowd needs to like, oh, dang, that's cool. Punctuate. You put that work yeah. into it. You don't just put the mixer on yeah. for God's sake. That's not. The, like, I'm watching you doing that. I'm watching you. You're over here like. Yeah. Up, yeah, down. Like, yeah, because yeah, you're doing the same thing that I do mm. on the mixer. Like the malt when he does that yell, you gotta be like, okay, you don't want to put too loud, because then you get feedback, you know? Because he's over there singing the song called Little Rebel, and you know he he sings, dan, 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 dan. and then in the chorus, yeah, 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 yeah it goes really high, that. so I need to bring him down, otherwise people are gonna go, oh crap, yeah. you know? So it takes work. Mm. It, it, it takes work. And I think that quality is what we're trying to achieve is we want people 
to come out and be like, dude, that was like upscale mm-hmm. show status, dude. Like I'd I'd come out to yeah. this. And and that's like like you guys are yeah, laughing at me because I'm like but yeah. and, and then because a lot of a lot of people that have podcasts, you know, even when when I did the YouTube with my son, it was like, you know, I'm a producer, I'm a writer, I'm a editor, I'm a you know all these Everything. things, and, and and that's the same thing with this, you know. Um, one of the biggest things that I do that um, I, I take really a, a lot of pride in is that I do my research. Like whenever I'm gonna talk to somebody, like you know, I don't just go willy nilly and you know talk to them. Sometimes it's cool, like just to have a chat, but right. you have to have a uh, some kind of content that you really want to get out there, and then the rest is the rest can be uh, just talking, you know, going right. back and forth. We did a lot here because I didn't really pull out my questions. You know, we've been talking a lot, and and and, and that's that's really cool. But there's times when I, when it's more informational, like if I'm talking to a politician or somebody that I really want, you know, to make sure I ask the the you know an important question. You know, I'll do my research, and and that's something that people don't notice that you know there's a lot of work put into like even though even this little rinky dink podcast. You know, I put hours into it whether it's editing or it's doing research time or money either Uh, way you're investing and and that's the same with you guys you know like you said like you're not really enjoying the show you're like oh shit this guy needs a little more volume yeah Mm -hmm. and and that's you know the quality that you guys put you know that you're trying to to make sure that people know and notice that you're you're you know you're top notch and not that's where you separate between someone that's in it to do it for the people or just do it be like to be able to say, "Hey, I I threw the show." Yeah. No, he's a doing it. His you. job is to make sure they sound great. Because mm-hmm. not only it's his also name in the line too. Yeah. He puts out a crap show out there and be like, "Oh man, red light signal, you want to hire them? They sound like crap." Mm-hmm. No, he wants to make sure they sound great and they know like, "Oh, they came from this sound." Yeah. They actually like tried. Because like I said, you like they can't see, but you're just constantly working to make sure that. You hear what you need to hear. Yeah, that's what his job is too. Yeah. That's his main goal. Yeah, once you hear the we best, we want to provide. I know it sounds like we go against the grain of whatever is happening here in this town already, but we want quality. Mm. We need quality. Yeah. We need to change the way people think here. Um, you know, because whoever it is that's doing stuff now is driving people away. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying everybody here sucks. I mean, you go to Extreme Sound, well, of course. There are the guys who are going to charge three, four grand or whatever, and that's amazing. Like, I wish I could work for them, you know? But what about us down here who are throwing shows? <clears throat> you have a lot of these characters out there that are legitimately throwing shows with rink-a-dink equipment, and then they're like, oh, yeah, we did this for the musicians. And I'm like, okay, cool. I see what you're doing. Start investing. Like, start putting that work. Start putting a little more into it so that people can, like, love it more. Grow. Grow. There's nothing wrong with growth in anything that you're doing. But you just got people that won't. And then, I, like I say, I work in a place where there's 600 plus people, man. And they're not not just minimum wage workers. They're six-figure plus people Mm -hmm. that go to Pentagonal. And, like, dude, I was sitting there with my family the other day and... I heard this dude we legitimately had to leave our food and i'm like what the fuck are you serious right now yeah dude like we're bouncing it's just and then so here i come hey come join us at the metagonal and i was like nope yeah. you know what i'm saying it's like that that's what's happening man it legitimately is happening and we 
at one point I was like, well, I'm not going to even bother. No, we all got it in our head. Oh, we're coming hard until they see that there's a couple of bands out there that are nobodies that can put on a great show for you live, local. And, and we're helping them in ways that is not just on a show, dude. We're helping them with gear. We're helping them with recording. We're helping them with thousands of dollars of stuff that they cannot afford to yeah. use. You know, we got drummers that are like, dude, I don't know what it's like to have a professionally <laughs> tuned kit. We got one right here. Use mine. We have, you know, like just like my rig right there. My guitar rig alone is five grand. And I tell people, if you cannot find an amp to make yourself sound good, we will lend you that amp. No charge. We need everything to be up, high top, you know, good. And so, so you are going to have your haters out there that are yeah. starting oh, yeah, to talk. Sure. And you're going to have oh, like, yeah, oh, they're all about money. It's like, no, it's not about that, dude. It's not. Oh, it's not. If it was about money. I would not be lending my gear out. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, get your own stuff. You know, like, yeah. no. If it were about money, we would not be putting this much extra little work like her. No one's paying her to spend hours laminating set lists. No one's paying her to draw. And she draws a million times better than I do. No one's paying her any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is that, we, you know, the bands aren't coming to, to thank her or anything like that, you know. So the little bit of money that we do get is kind of compensates for us to throw the next show yeah and we're trying to do everything at high top quality because we want that r to become you know you know the chevy or the ford symbol that yeah. everybody knows in the valley for throwing shows for artists yeah for sure. that's what we're trying to do so when we first started you're like oh so how long does it go we're at uh, over an hour now so okay. <laughs> yeah, no, is there a bathroom break is there a bathroom so break? um um where can people reach out those people that want to um you know um we have uh, a couple of places that people can reach out to us i myself am the owner of redline studios you can find me on instagram or you can email me at uh, l alvarez 111 at com. you can send me an email there if you need any kind of recording done um and uh I, I you, you guys may find a page out there for the Redline Studios with pictures of this place with a ton of my work in there, but I lost access to it to it. So I do make it loud and clear on any interview. If you find it on Facebook and send a message to it, I will not reply. I lost access to that. So I do not have anything on Redline Studios for, oh, for, uh, for Facebook. Facebook. I do have it for Instagram. You can search for it under Redline um Redline Studio 760, I think mm, it's what it yeah. is. Uh, and you can send me messages there. Or you can send me to the, to the email uh, that I provided earlier. Um, uh, for any of your recording services, we record anything. Acoustic, mariachi, uh, anything you can think about, we will do it here. Um, for the Redline scene, you can contact uh, Ivan, Gary, Diane, myself on Instagram. Uh, it's as simple as going, I mean, on, on Facebook, going back. Uh, and it's as simple as just typing in on, on Facebook, Redline Scene. We're always going to be the first one that comes up. And on uh, Instagram, I think it's red underscore line underscore music scene 760, I think. Uh, well, as soon as you start doing that, it's going to pop up. Yeah. You can send us a message there, too. Um, we also have business cards uh, for Redline Studio and Redline Scene. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if, if if they see you at any uh, event, you know they can come out and 
get that info from you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yes. I always carry them around. We have, I think, legitimately thousands of Here. business cards. And- all right, I have a couple. <laughs> but no, and, so. and 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 I'll put um you know all your Instagram and Facebook and email on the description of the awesome. of the podcast. Cool. Um, so people can you know know where to reach you. Um, like I said, we're over an hour. Um, is there anything that I didn't touch that you guys would like to? Um, go down the line. You go, Ivan. <laughs> we probably only got Why two, three minutes. Me? I have nothing to think about. Gort. Um. No, nothing really. Just know that we're here to give everyone a platform to show what they have. To provide um, opportunities that they weren't given to him or Gary growing up. Nope. It's he's grown a lot. He's grown a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he's all grown up. I'm not going Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's you guys. No? Well, I mean, just know um, for any artist out there that's struggling, that does not have a path, that does not have a social connection to anybody, we do not just uh, focus on recording, making money out of promoting. Uh, we we develop connections so any struggling decisions out there that feel they don't have a place to go contact redline scene contact uh um redline studios we will make you meet someone who is who is in the same boat as you where you guys can start you know putting your art together whatever it may be um and just know we're here to help more than anything else and for those struggling artists who are having a hard financial time, which I know what that's like. We all know what that's yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Um, understand that if you do not have the funds or you think that this is a game for people with cash, that's not the way it works. That's not the way we are going to treat you. If you need help, you need an amp, you need drums, you need anything. That's what we're here to provide for you to come out and, and show this value that there are some people with talent here. A lot of people with talent, actually. Yeah. And, and we want to push you guys out there and, you know... We want to see you leave the red line scene for bigger things. Awesome. That's what we want. Awesome, awesome. Well, that's a really good way to end it. Um, thank you guys for taking the time. Thank, thank you guys for having me up in the studio. Um, had a lot of fun talking to you guys. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's pretty awesome the things that you're doing. And um, yeah, I'll, I definitely invite anybody that's you know struggling to put out their music or, or their art um, and hit these guys up and. They'll definitely, you know, help you out. They're, Sounds they're, good. They're um, legit. Thank you very much. Well, all right, guys. Thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. No, thank you. Thank you. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace. <laughs>